0: Good evening. I welcome you again to another episode on the podcast for the Christian youth. I'm still your host, Table C. Janet. Today, I'll be looking at a very important topic, cohabitation. We know that cohabitation has become a household name. Almost everywhere you go to, you will always see people cohabiting, people who are not married, but they are already cohabiting like you know, husband and wife doing everything that couples do. Today, we find youths, especially the youths, when they are in higher education, they are practicing cohabitation, leaving us husband and wife in school, but at home they are still singles. There are various forms of cohabitation today. We have the cohabitation practiced by people who are singles, I mean, single boy, single girl single lady single man practicing cohabitation they are not married they've not done any marriage rights yet they are living together as couples doing everything that couples do and we also have the cohabitation that is practiced by divorces. those divorces come together to you know cohabit they've left their former spouse their former partners join themselves with any other person without proper marriage rights, without bride price being paid on the woman's head, you see her just cohabiting with another man who is not a husband, they are neither going back to their former spouse or getting married the proper way. And the third form of cohabitation practice today is the one practiced by married people. Today, we see a man married, yet he's having a side chick somewhere. He go as far as renting a house rent a house, for the person, for the side chick. Goes there on a regular basis to visit her. Do everything that couples do with her. Sometimes they even get them pregnant. This is the highest stage of cohabitation and we see it is becoming rampant today in our generation. Many people are practicing it. When you ask them, they tell you it is nothing. They give you a series of excuses, especially the single ones, the single boys and girls. When you see them probably in higher institutions, living together, when you ask them, why are you cohabiting with this person? He's not your husband. He's not paid a bride price. You are not his wife yet, yet you are doing everything that couples do. You are already going intimate with him. Sometimes you see them already having kids outside wedlock. I mean, these people are married in school. They are married in school, they are single at home. Their parents does not even know them to be married in school. Sometimes even the, the their classmates, their neighbors the caretaker and even the landlord does not have any idea that these people are not married. Sometimes they they do everything possible just to, you know, bribe the landlord or make them to believe them to be siblings. I've seen cases where students who pose as couples in school lie to the caretaker or to the landlord that they are siblings and the landlord will not have any other choice other than to rent out the place for them they just lie that they are are siblings only to be living like couples this is becoming rampant today not only students like i said before we have um you know mature people too like divorcees who try to hook themselves up with other people and when you ask them why are you doing this they always give you the excuse either because yes we are getting married definitely we marry me so what is there we love ourselves that's why you see some of these students who are cohabiting we always tell you and some of the divorcees in cohabitation we tell you that hmm i love him after i'm divorced and what about those married men with side chicks? They will always give you the excuse that my wife does not satisfy me, cannot satisfy me. You know, they are no longer contented with their spouses. Why am I talking about this today? It is because this is becoming rampant in our generation. A lot of people are doing it, a lot of people are going into it, the youths, even the Christian youth are now being deceived. They are they want to practice everything that they see around them everything that they see in, in, in the environment they want to practice it and this is not how it ought to be as a christian youth you ought to be different you are the light of the world you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden you have to shine as lights you must not allow the world to dim your light rather you should allow your light to brighten every corner where you find yourself this concept of cohabitation has a lot of consequences involved in it but so many people do not care about the consequences they just do it because they feel like they just do it because they see other people doing it and probably they think it is working for those who are doing it no it is not working for them they may not tell you the side effects the same way when you take a drug some drugs has some side effects and even doctors will tell you that this drug has some side effects when you are reading the leaflet of any drug you buy they will definitely we see it written there by the the, the direction they will tell you that this drug has social so effects the same way cohabitation or anything that is not good at all be it primary to sex be it hookup cohabitation they all have there are side effects on the people practicing it. If you are so single and you are involved in cohabitation, it has adverse effects on you. It has negative consequences on you. It may not appear at that very moment when you're practicing it, but in the nearest future, it will definitely hook up with you. The same way, it has effects on divorces who are practicing it. It also has effect on those married men who are practicing cohabitation with side chicks or whoever they may call them. So many of these men go as far as, you know, trying to cover up every of their outings. They lie to cover up everything. They, you know, try to hide everything from their wives because they know that as soon as their wife gets to hear this, their marriage might, you know, be dissolved that's why we see today so many divorce happening breakup separation all as a result of all of this cohabitation and a lot of things now the youth who are into this cohabitation i mean the single boys and girls probably still in school there are a lot of consequences like i said before some of them get involved with in premarital sex which is very, very bad. Not only having primary to sex, you see many of them also getting, you know, giving birth to children outside wedlock. So many children outside wedlock. Some of them don't even get to finish, you no, know, complete their education. They drop along the line. And most times you see heartbreaks depression coming in when one partner says he's no longer interested in the relationship the other one will be battered so it has so many consequences no matter how good it may sound to those people who are involved in it it has negative effects on both man and the woman the risk of stds and aids cannot be overemphasized Also unwanted pregnancy, heartbreaks, depression, a lot of them get to suffer depression. When one person says he's no longer interested, maybe they are tired of the whole thing. And one person wants to break out of the relationship and gets himself or herself, you know, hooked up with another person. You know, depression could arise. The effect could be devastating on the other partner who wants to stay in the relationship. Most of the people practicing cohabitation often live in lies, in pretense, in hypocrisy, trying to cover up or to maintain the illegal relationship. Many of them lie to their parents at home. I've seen ladies who cohabit with a guy in school and subsequently pays the house rent, the the lodge rent on behalf of both of them i mean they try to do everything possible to protect the relationship and most times the relationship does not even end up well with them the single cohabitants in school they live in perpetual pretence and lies disguising themselves from family at home when they go back home nobody knows them to be married in school they still behave like the single they are some of them lie to their landlords in school that their brothers and sisters They don't want to be found out. They don't want people to know that they are not siblings. You see, a lot of things like this happen. They hide their true identity to right-thinking people. The married ones never disclose this to their partners for fear of dissolving the marriage. Unfortunately, the women in cohabitation get to suffer most. Why did I say this? Yes, most times the woman gets to suffer most. She might live all her life, you know, with a man giving birth to many children for the same man in the illegal union. Giving birth to children without her bride price being paid. And you know the consequences of this. The society mocks her, her legally married friends downgrades her. In our society, people always mock at people Ladies that are married without their bride price being paid. Whenever people get to you know, know that this person is not legally married or her bride price is not being paid, they start mocking. She is often seen to be a loose woman, morally bankrupt and sexually impulsive. The question is, why are people into cohabitation when they can actually marry? Why are people in a hurry to cohabit with an opposite sex? Why are they in a hurry to live like couples or as husband and wife when they can actually get married the proper way, get their bride price being paid? Why young people as well as old people into cohabitation? The answers to these questions are not far-fetched. The first and foremost factor leading to cohabitation is lack of contentment lack of contentment in contentment has led the married to despise their partners and embrace another most of them into cohabitation the married are into cohabitation with you know side chicks many of them do not have this contentment again with their partners another one is impatience Impatience, on the other hand, is the, many, the reason many singles are into cohabitation. Impatience and desperation. They do not consider waiting for the right time and option to reckon with. They think waiting will, you know, will be for a, lo- a, a lifetime. They want to get married by all means. Maybe because their friends are getting married. Their costmates are getting married. Their friends or, you know, neighbors are getting married. So they too, by all means, they want to settle down. And when they see any opportunity at their disposal, they want to get hold at it. When they see any man who wants to marry them, who is ready to, you know, keep them under his roof as a wife, they are ready to stay with the person even without their bride price being paid. That's why I call it impatience or desperation. They do not consider waiting for the right time, an option to reckon with. Maybe because their friends are married or maybe because, you know, they just want to settle down by all means. Age is no longer on their side. There are so many people like that because they are not growing younger anymore. They feel the only thing they to do now is just to, you know, get hooked up with any man available. Whether the man is ready to pay their bride price or not. And there are so many men out there who want it by all means. If you are ready to stay with them, they are ready to cohabit with you. It is the same. In fact, there are men that do not want such things. But we find women who are begging them. Like begging them to stay with them. You know, and play their wifely role. To a man who is not even interested in them so they do not consider waiting for the right time and option to reckon wait impatience and desperation are the major reasons for the influx of people into the legal union known as cohabitation however it is often believed that there is no problem without a solution the problem of cohabitation has not gone beyond repair that is why you come in as the christian that is where you come in as the christian youths most of the people practicing cohabitation not committed christians yes they are not committing committed christians not like i'm judging any of them but i know that most of them are not committed they might be going to church they might be even active members in their churches they might be workers but the truth is if they truly know the word of god they will not be engaged in cohabitation they might be going to church or even functioning as active workers in their churches. But the truth is, anybody practicing cohabitation is not a true child of God. I am not judging anyone. But if you are a true Christian or Christian youth and you are into this ungodly union, quickly make a youth turn and repent. Dissolve that relationship. Some people do not know what that it is a sin. Some people do not know that cohabitation is a sin. I am telling you today that co-meditation is a sin, and you should desist from the acts. And as you do that, may God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Before I draw the curtain, I would like to remind you that you are the light of the world. You are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Therefore, you must shine as light in this dark world. Don't let the world dim your light. Rather, let your light brighten the world. Don't forget to leave a comment. Tell us what you think of this episode, which I titled Cohabitation, and possibly suggest how to, you know, control it, how to curb it, so that it will not spread to the upcoming generation. You can share this episode to bless all the Christian youth out there. Till I come your way, I am still your host, Abel C. Janet. Bye for now.